0: This is the Talk of the Town. From Morgantown to Clarksburg, if it's happening, we're talking about it. Call the show toll-free at 1-800-765-8255. Now, here is your host for the Talk of the Town, Dave Wilson.
1: Good morning. Welcome into the program. It is Talk of the Town. Hope your day's off to a great start. Nice to be with you for, well, one day. And it's back to Charleston. I'll explain in a moment. 800 765 Talk is the phone number. 304 Talk 304 is the text line. Big thanks to Mike Nolting for filling in uh, the bulk of last week and for filling in the bulk of this coming week. It's my absolute favorite time of year. I know we don't get to spend much time with each other, but uh, being able to be part of the Metro News crew and cover and broadcast the state basketball tournaments is truly a privilege. But getting to see these young men and women really go out and compete and what it means to them and see them win, see them win championships and and honestly see how much it means to the teams that that don't win and and the the disappointment there, Um, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is is good basketball for the most part. And – uh, there's really no place I'd rather be this time of year. Speaking of basketball, uh, coming in studio, second half of the show this morning, we're going to have four members of the Morgantown High School State Championship girls basketball team, May Hinkins, Lindsay Bechtel, Kate Hawkins, Revea Sweeney are going to join me in studio for the half hour. I don't, I may not have to talk very much. I might just tee and let them for the second half of the show. Uh, but uh, Morgantown winning the class 4A state championship on Saturday. Another classic battle with Wheeling Park fifth time These two teams have played this season 10th time. in two years, these two teams played 10 times and uh well, Morgantown won them when they counted, uh, both in Charleston and at the, in the OVAC tournament. And again in Charleston this year, bringing home the state title 10th in the program's history. Uh, Looking forward to talking to them coming up in the second half of the show. Roger Hanshaw will stop by, State uh, House of Delegates Speaker of the House. He will join me uh, about seven minutes from now as the legislative session concluded Saturday night. We'll uh, get his thoughts on the session overall, uh, plus on a couple of bills that uh, made it through in the last days, hours, minutes of the 60-day legislative session. So that's the agenda for today. Your thoughts, of course, welcome at 800-765-TALK, four talk 304 I would also be remiss if I did not mention the North Marion Huskies girls basketball team. The Huskies won the AAA state championship over the weekend. And, uh, you know, they they were the odds-on favorite back in 2020. And this the senior class this year was in Charleston and on that team when they reached the semifinals and COVID put the kibosh on the state tournament. None of us like to talk about it. None of us like to remember it, but that's what happened. And so to see that team, which had such high expectations that year, a couple of years later down the road, uh, come back, win it all. Nice to see North Marion, which uh, I think you can use the word dynasty. They are there year in, year out, always competing Forest State title, so congratulations to the Huskies and the Mohegans. Boys basketball tournament will start tomorrow. Uh, Morgantown High will take on Bridgeport, and that is not that is a one eight matchup. And Bridgeport Bridgeport pushed Morgantown in the regular season, so um, that's going to be a good good first round matchup coming up tomorrow afternoon. Is 5.30, is that afternoon or evening? That's a That one can go either way. From like 4 to 6, that goes either way, afternoon or evening. Nonetheless, uh, they'll get matched up tomorrow. We've got comprehensive coverage, highlights, recaps, all you could ask for. From last week at WVMetroNews.com, you'll get it all again. This week at WVMetroNews.com from the uh, hardest working man in sports media, Joe Bricado and Greg Carey. All right, um, back to the legislative session. Kind of bounced around there. Didn't mean to, but I did. One of the things that did pass in the waning hours of the legislative session, much to my surprise, actually, was the fact that the legislature passed the magistrates bill. And if you are Monongalia County, you have to be, I would say, overjoyed that You're not only getting one extra magistrate, and you're going to get them for all intents and purposes immediately. Starting July 1, a magistrate will be appointed to Monongalia County. So that'll be five, which is what the county had been asking for. We've had Magistrate Ron Bain on the show. Uh, Sandy Holpit has called in and talked about the caseloads. Uh, Delegate Joe Statler has worked on this. I know Delegate John Williams has worked on this. There was bipartisan support for this uh, within the county's delegation. And that was just to get five. The bill that passed will end up giving Montengue County six magistrates. I would say you have to be pretty happy with that. That's what the study suggested. Now the bill's adding 10 magistrates across the state, so other areas are being addressed as well. This isn't just Montegalli County, but that's obviously the focus here. The sixth magistrate will be elected in 2024 in the course of the regular election cycle. So uh, after how many years of asking and I won't say begging, that just sounds desperate, but the fact of the matter is that there were some very intent pleas going on there to make this happen. And uh, kudos to the legislature for recognizing the need and finally stepping up to the plate to make what is a significant change and will be a significant change for the Montague County matter, office that is going to allow them to continue to administer the law the way it should be. And not just try to ram through as many cases as possible. So, uh, good news. That was good news in the final hours of the legislative session coming out of Charleston over the weekend. Brad McElhenney, of course, was in the Capitol for all of the goings-ons, uh, as well as our buddy David Beard at the Dominion Post. So you can uh, check out their coverage over at WVMetroNews.com. We'll talk to House Delegate Speaker Roger Hanshaw. He'll join me on the other side of this break Monday morning. Hope your week's off to a great start. We're back in a moment.
0: We're talking about your town. Now, back to the talk of the town.
1: Coming up, Morgantown High girls basketball players, Mia Hinkins, Lindsay Bechtel, Ravea Sweeney, Kate Hawkins, all going to join me in studio. Mohegans won the state title in Class uh, 4A over the weekend. Joining me right now is uh, the Speaker of the West Virginia House of Delegates, Roger Hanshaw. Good morning, sir.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: I'm glad you could uh, take a few minutes t- Uh, give me your overall thoughts as you've had about a day, I guess, to think about uh, the 60-day legislative session. What jumps to your mind as you reflect on the last 60 days?
2: Yeah, you know, that's an easy one, David, because it doesn't take a day. You Think think about the last 60 days. In, In the last 60 days, the legislature was able to reorganize the largest division of the executive branch of state government, DHHR, which touches the lives of every single West Virginian in the state to respond to the, the reports that we've seen about efficiencies and overall organization we were very prou- are very proud of that we worked with the executive branch in making that happen and I'm convinced that's going to be that's going to be something that pays dividends for decades to come we were, we were able to restructure and put back on a sure footing the state's public employees insurance agency to make that program solvent and stable and financially viable for the next generation of state employees. We were able to give a pay raise to, to state workers, all while giving the largest tax cut in the history of West Virginia to every single West Virginian. So we're, we're really proud of what we were able to do these past 60 days. Uh, that, that impacts every single West Virginian. Not not even to, not even to mention the fact that we now have uh, have enacted into law a program that will put assisted teachers and teachers aides in every first, second, and third grade classroom in West Virginia over the next three years. So there's a lot to be proud of here. It was a big 60 days.
1: I wanted to ask about that that K three success bill uh, that had been talked about for a while uh, headed into this session. Uh that bill I know there was a lot of talks going on back and forth throughout the sixty days. What ended up being included in that, and what was not included in that final bill that passed the legislature so
2: Dave, there were three bills introduced and and I would have been happy had we passed any one of the three of them and what we wound up passing was a, a hybrid of all three, and that's probably for the, the that, that probably is the best outcome possible. So we we worked with the executive. We the House worked with the executive branch on that. We worked with our Senate colleagues. So Senator Amy Grady, on behalf of the Senate, led that effort uh, in in the Senate. Chairman Ellington, Delegate Statler, and Delegate Tony led that effort on behalf of the House. And we've we've ended up now with a scenario in the final passed bill in which the 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 state of West Virginia will provide funding to counties to deploy assistant teachers in. Uh, it grows each year, so the amount, the amount of support grows in each year such that by the end of the third year, there will be assistant teachers in, in, all cl- in all elementary school classrooms in the first, second, and third grade. That money comes with a bit of flexibility in the first two years because we wanted to be sure that counties which were already using their federal funds or other sources of funding to provide assistant teachers in the first grade and the second grade have flexibility to use that money to perhaps maybe start with the third grade if they're already filled out their first and second grade classrooms. So that's a part of the bill. Additional support for students with dyslexia and dyscalculia is included in the bill. We wanted to be sure that we're we're catching students who have uh, who have who have. D- those situations as early as early in their academic progression as possible, as well as provisions about what happens if students don't perform at grade level in math and reading by the end of the third grade. All, all of this took us till the very last night of the session to get finalized, but we're really happy about it. That's going to go down as one of the biggest bills we passed.
1: What did it take to finally to get that bill across the finish line?
2: Well, it really was just hybridizing all three bills, Dave, so, as I say, the Governor had a bill, the Senate had a bill, and the House had a bill that they weren't they weren't strikingly different, but it it does take a while to weave together three things into into one cloth at the end so It was just a matter of of, of more or less just drafting and and finalizing details. There there was not substantial disagreement on any portion of the bill. It just takes a while to get it all knitted together. I I, I would be remiss also if I didn't thank our friends in the State Department of Education from the executive branch, who were very helpful in in making this possible, Superintendent Roach and his staff, uh, Board President Paul Hardesty and his staff, they, they they were very helpful in this process.
1: House Speaker Roger Hanshaw joining us on Talk of the Town this morning. You brought up PEIA and the state pay raises. I know a lot of people, I've heard it from people, you've heard it from people who have said yeah, I'm getting a raise but my insurance premiums are also increasing at the same time so it's really not a raise. How do you address that?
2: Well, a couple, you have to take everything that the legislature did together Dave and that's why we did them all literally on the same day. So you you tie the pay raises in with the the immediate cut to personal income tax of 21.25 percent when you take it all together everyone's getting a raise
1: that's certainly one way to look at it
2: and and well, that, that i mean that's that is the way to look at yeah. it we we did we did them together for that reason these, these things all go in tandem they they all work together as as a part of a plan to, to make sure we're protecting everyone's pocketbook here and and protecting the health of western news economy
1: and, and and just just Think it out loud here. That that is tough though because you have to look at it in totality, and you have to start to look at different aspects. It's it's very easy to just look at one item and go, okay. Well, my insurance rates went up here. Yeah, this is going to affect me here. To look at it in totality, and and trust me, my wife did our taxes uh, weekend before last. I would I'm welcoming a 21 percent reduction, Roger. I'm welcoming that. Uh, or whatever it's going to amount to for us, but it, selling that, I, I understand why that is. Why some people that is that is hard to wrap your arms around to look at it in a totality. If if that comment makes sense to you,
2: well, I, I think it's it's easy to uh, it, it's easy to find fault if your if your goal is to find fault, mm-hmm. David. We we sadly have people in society who are who are often paid well to find fault controversy is an industry and creating controversy where none should exist is is the livelihood of a lot of folks and that's a that's a just a depressing situation but it's the reality of life we live
1: speaking of creating controversy um when i watched the session this year what i saw roger was a lot of give and take a lot of compromise that went on a lot of discussion to get Bills, the tax plan is a great example. The Senate had its priorities. The House had its priorities. You worked together and worked out a compromise. Uh, some folks see that as controversial in the fact that, well, you, you, there's all these Republicans. They should all just agree. I see that as that's how that's governing. You, you, We want this. We have these priorities. Let's work together and get something we can all agree on. And you brought up, you know, three, four, five examples here in this conversation of that's exactly what happened during this session.
2: Well, that's exactly right, David. And for every one that I brought up, there's five more that I did. not that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's just how that's how a representative democracy works. It's always how a representative democracy has worked. And as long as we have representative democracy in America, that's how it's going to work.
1: Is it tough, even with, with the supermajority, there's in the House – there's a wide range of views, and there's a wide range of priorities among one party, so it's it's not to me Roger, everyone getting falling in line and then it just being a boom 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 process just that's uh not reality uh, it, from where I sit.
2: Well, it's never been reality, Dave. and mm-hmm. to be honest, I'm not sure that's the reality that anybody should want. And I'll tell you why uh, if, if you you I know mean, you're 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 a follower of uh, of state politics in West Virginia. You've watched our legislature for for a number of years. What you see there, if you really dig down into it and pay attention, is that many of the issues that we take up and tackle are less about political philosophy and more about just regional impact, more about more about how, how various regions of West Virginia are impacted differently by some of the considerations we make on matters of important policy. You know, we're a small state, both geographically and in terms of population, just just slightly under 1.8 million people. But Dave, uh, the, uh, the, the numbers on this show that about 60% of West Virginians live in a county that touches a border, that touches another state. And what that means is we have cross-border issues in in a way that many states don't have we we have citizens who commute out of west virginia to work every day we have we have people who commute into west virginia to work every day at a disproportionately high number so we we end up taking taking issues that have regional differences of opinion more so even than political differences of opinion. so the, the number of members of any particular political party really are almost immaterial, because if you think back over the history of our state to a time when, when uh, our, our minority party now, the Democratic Party, had similarly sized majorities, the issues were the same. The, the issues were the same. They, they were They were issues of how we, how we resolve circumstances and situations on as much a regional basis as anything else.
1: House Speaker Roger Hanshaw joining us. Why do you believe, after this session, West Virginia is in in a better position today than it was 60 days ago? we'll wrap up with that.
2: Well, for one day, we put $600 million back in people's pockets on uh, two Saturdays ago. That's a big win. We put our Department of Economic Development in a shore and, and shored up position to be able to continue attracting and recruiting major employers to West Virginia over the next several years. We did a number of things to make sure that we were propping up public education and making sure that we're taking care of children in the public school system for years to come. We, we increased access to healthcare by, by lo- loosening up some of our certificate of need requirements. It was a big 60 days, day. by any By any objective measure, it was a good legislative session.
1: House Speaker, Roger Hanshaw. Roger, appreciate you taking a few minutes this morning, and uh, we'll check in again soon.
2: My pleasure, Dave. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Bye. Speaker of the West Virginia House of Delegates, uh, Roger Hanshaw. Coming up after the news, they just captured the state championship in Class 4A. That is still weird to say. It is still weird to say. I'm, Well, for years, you, just, you got triple-double, single, easy, and you had... Everybody memorized. At least I did. Now we have four classes in basketball, and I'm still not used to it. I digress. Uh, The uh, Morgantown Mohegans girls basketball team capturing the Class 4A state championship over the weekend. Coming in studio on the other side of the news, seniors Mia Higgins, Lindsay Bechtel, Rivea Sweeney, Kate Hawkins, the champion Mohegans, going to join me in studio in just a moment. Right now it is 9.30. That means it's time to get a news update. Let's check in with the Metro News Radio Network. Find out what's happening all across the great state of West Virginia.
0: Join the conversation at
1: 1-800-765-8255.
0: This is the Talk of the Town.
1: Well, you had to get up a little bit early Saturday morning, but it was worth it. Morgantown, Wheeling Park, battling for the Quad A. Texts are getting on me about that. We'll talk about that later. The Quad A State Championship. The Mohegans walk away with the trophy. Morgantown, 10th. Girls basketball state title and program history. It is my pleasure to welcome into the studio the state champion. Mohegans got senior Lindsey Bechtel. Congratulations, Lindsay. Thank you. Got Kate Hawkins. Congratulations. Thank you. Mia Hinkins congratulations. Thank you. And Rave on the other side of the monitor's over there. Congratulations.
3: Thank
4: you. There
1: you go. All right. Thanks for coming in this morning, guys. Yeah, thanks are for having us. Are you guys cutting not. class to get over here?
4: We are no. not. No, no school today. No school today. What? Or tomorrow. Yes.
1: <laughs> Why? Why is there no school? Spring
5: break. Oh, spring break. Short spring break. break. That
1: is a short spring break for yeah. just a day. Yeah. No wonder you're. When I asked and they said, yeah, this will be no problem. Oh, I, I understand that. <laughs> All right, Um, right. I'm going to start because you're on the big mic. Okay. I'm going to start with Lindsay. All right. You can admit it now. You wanted a piece of Wheeling Park, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> How long had you been thinking about it?
5: Um, the whole season. I don't know.
1: All season? Yeah. You played them five times, for heaven's sakes. I know. Did you want a piece of somebody else? Just Wheeling? That was it. Wheeling Park.
5: Yeah, Wheeling Park. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. All right, Kate. So tell me, when you saw the bracket after the regionals, one and two, you knew where you would meet. Is that was that just the goal? Let's let's get the Patriots one more time down yeah, here. Yeah,
6: it was. It only feels right to like go out against them. We've played them so many times.
1: Do you get tired of playing them though?
6: Um, kind of, but there's some comfort in it as well. Like we know their team so well, so it's fun to play them.
1: How well do you know them, Mia?
4: Um, we know them very well at this point. There was a point whenever we watched film on them every time we played them, and I feel like now it's like we just know. How to guard them? There's no really <laughs> reason to watch film. We just know how other players are and what their strengths and weaknesses are.
1: So, did you guys watch? any... You had an extra day in there between the semifinals and Thursday, and the in the championship Saturday. So, did you watch any film, or just we know what we're doing here? And we, I'm looking right, looking right at you, Mia. We
4: honestly, I don't. We didn't watch film. I feel like people watched it individually. We watched a little like the night before whenever we had a team meeting, but we never really got together and watched film. Like sat down and watched it like to get ready. We just practiced and. Practice how we would guard them.
1: So, Revea, what was the attitude like in the locker room, pregame, before you come out for warm-ups? What, what's everyone saying to each other there?
3: Um. Well, we already know how they play. So we were just kind of getting hyped before the game. Our pregame rituals, um, especially the Twitter feeds, um, that played a lot into us. So we just really wanted to come out and defeat them, wait, wait, especially wait. for the seniors. Wait,
1: what was on Twitter?
3: Um... It was mainly their bar souls talking about how they were going <laughs> to defeat us, and it was just a lot of talk around Twitter, so that kind of just motivated us to beat them even more
1: so uh, take or what are the pregame rituals? can you guys let pull the curtain back let us in on what's are you guys a superstitious bunch I mean are there
3: yes, we are very super, superstitious <laughs> um we always have to listen to music before a pregame um we just always hype each other up calm mainly calm Sophia down but <laughs> yeah
1: is she why is she the the hyper one of the group or
3: she's the most nervous out of everybody so we just have to calm her she's down constantly
1: <laughs>
5: peeing yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh poor Sophia Wasik the point guard the nervous one what's yes. on the playlist what's on the pregame playlist
3: um
5: well controls it so <laughs>
3: it's, it's right. mainly Meek Mill's some Nicki Minaj. Sim, yeah, some very Nikki.
1: loud too. <laughs> Clearly this is uh Coach Goody's playlist. Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, Goody comes into the locker room. He's pretty pretty much dancing the whole time.
1: <laughs> does he dance He really dances? Yes. Yeah, he, he actually does. dances. He, does, he doesn't yeah. tell it. He tells us to keep it on. Is there video of this somewhere? I don't think so.
6: I don't know. I don't think so. Don't think. Exactly. Yeah. If you play music for him, I'm sure he'll dance a little bit though. Coach <laughs> Kelly might have
4: might he have a little does. video. Is, yeah.
1: Okay, explain Coach Kelly. What's the, what's the deal with this this just bitter face on social media every single day. It's, it it's not true.
4: I know it's not true.
1: I know it's an act.
4: He wants to show that he's all business, but he's he's really, really soft. Yeah. person I know. <laughs> um,
1: what's the season been like? I mean, this has been a heck of a run, not just this year, but I go I go back three years when when you all upset Wheeling Park, they were the number one team in the mm-hmm. regionals and you got to state uh, the state tournament a couple of years ago. What's what's this run been like for each of you, Lindsay?
5: Um, it's been so much fun and like we ended William Park's season all four years, which is crazy.
1: You did I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, but you I know. Did. I didn't
5: even know that either. Yeah. Yeah. That's really crazy. Kate?
6: I agree. It's just been a lot of fun. And I'm really happy that we were all able to like experience it and then I'm able I'm really happy that we were able to like finish it on top.
4: It Me? feels like a movie, honestly, like like, I've been with these girls forever, like, since middle school. I've been with Kate and Lindsay since elementary school. I played against Raveya in elementary school, played with her in middle school. So it was just, like, we've been together for so long that it couldn't have ended any better. It's like a, a
3: movie.
1: It's kind of a storybook ending, right, mm-hmm. Raveya? Yes. Uh, um,
3: for me, I personally think that it was better. It, was, it felt amazing to come out and play Willing Park in the championship game. I feel like there's no other team we would rather play than them, so... It just felt amazing.
1: You know, I, I think if it was the, between this year and last year, you're undefeated against them on the neutral courts, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. whether it's OVAC or, or down in Charleston, where you all, you all shook it. You knew that already.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah. And I thought I had something maybe nobody thought about, but you <laughs> guys were already all over on top of that, huh? Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So who, designed, who designs the championship ring?
4: All of us. Yeah, I think. we get to do it. We'll probably have a little meeting soon to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's already talking about designs, so. though.
1: <laughs> you haven't had that meeting yet. Not No. Yet. Not no. Yet. I figure by the time you guys got back home on Saturday.
4: I'm sure it'll be very soon. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, how did y'all celebrate Saturday?
4: Um, we went to Oliverio's. We had a team dinner. So we just like went straight back from Charleston, and we had a team dinner. Just got together like one last mm-hmm. time with all the parents.
1: Okay, whose parents were the most nervous in Charleston?
5: I don't even I know. I think all of them.
1: Yeah. Well, I know one who, uh, your dad, I can <laughs> yeah, see him. Yeah. I don't think he sat down. I'm pointing at Mia. Uh, he didn't sit down the whole entire game, yeah. I don't he think. He said
4: he was very, like, emotional before the game. Like, <laughs> national anthem, he said he was a mess. Like, I'm like, why are you upset before the na-
5: before the game <laughs> even starts? My mom, Kate's mom, and Mia's mom all were the exact same thing, like, yeah. from the previous game. Like, Kate's mom wore, like, the same socks or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: Both my parents did. They went home and they like took off the outfit that they wore to the game and they like sat it aside to have it ready for Saturday. I
4: think my dad said he'd worn the same outfit for the last like ten games. Yes. Oh my yes. god. And he
6: did not want to change it because we just done so well. And Mia's dad buys my dad peanut M Ms every game because like <laughs> I guess he did it once or something and we won. I don't really know, but they're very superstitious. They
1: sound more superstitious mm-hmm. than yeah. you guys.
3: They oh are. yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: 800-765-TALKS, the phone number. You can text the show, 304-TALK-304. Uh, the state champion, Mohegans girls basketball team, in studio with me this morning. Lindsey Bechtel, Kate Hawkins, Mia Hinkins, and Revea Sweeney. Let's squeeze in a quick break. More with uh, the champs in a moment. Now back to the talk of the town. 800-765-TALK is the phone number. You can text the show, 304-TALK-304. We've got Lindsey Bechtel, Kate Hawkins, Mia Hinkins, and Ravea Sweeney in studio. State champion, Morgantown Mohegan's girls basketball team. Uh, they won their 10th title in program history. I like the shirts, by the way.
4: Thank you. Mm-hmm. I yes. like the shirts. Those looked...
1: Uh, they didn't come in my size, though, I found out <laughs> after the game, which is uh, not a shock. Uh, we do have a phone call. You all got your headsets on? Yes. All right, uh, Jason calling in. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. Hey, ladies, congratulations. Hi,
6: hi,
1: <laughs> I think you caught him by surprise yes, there, Coach. Uh...
0: Yeah, you know, I, I heard you guys were going to be on Talk of the Town, and I thought, you know, there's no better talker of the Morgantown girls basketball program than coach white.
1: <laughs> <That's all great. laughs> well, what do you think, man? Uh, they, uh, went out and won the title this year.
0: I could not have been uh prouder of that group of girls. I was, uh, in route on a bus to play an hour state championship game down here in North Carolina. And it's about an hour and 45 minute trip from Farmville to Chapel Hill. And I watched the entirety of that game from the front seat of a charter bus on a cell phone <laughs> and uh man just as as that game got look, you got closer and closer and it was tight and it was late and i you know the 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 coach in me i'm getting nervous i was far more nervous watching their game than i was coaching <laughs> in our own state championship game down here and you know a, a, as it became um you, as it became more and more clear that they were going to win it and the final seconds were ticking off i just i'm not a crier but in that moment man my eyes were we're full of tears, and, and <laughs> because I was just so happy for them, um, you know, I, I've I've been blessed enough to feel that emotion of that final second ticking off that clock and hearing that horn sound, and like knowing that all of your hard work has paid off. And I just I couldn't I couldn't contain the tears because I was so happy because they got to experience that and they deserved it. They were they were some of the best kids I've ever coached, uh, just great kids, not not basketball, but just great individuals. I love them so much with all my heart, and I was so, so happy for them.
1: What's uh, more nerve-wracking, being on the sidelines with these girls or having to watch uh, on the cell phone in the front of a charter bus?
0: <laughs> 100% on the charter bus was far more nerve-wracking. You know, when you're on the sideline with them, you've got some control. You you can say some things. You can make some little adjustments or, or little tweaks here and there. and. And 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 you feel like you have some say, but you know, sitting on a charter bus rolling down the road, uh, you know, seven hours away, uh, you have no control. And uh, man, it just, like said, I said, I was I was far more more nervous in the in the fourth quarter of that game than I was at any point in our state championship game.
1: <laughs> Guys, anything you want to say to uh, Coach White before I cut him loose?
4: Um, I want to thank Coach White for everything he's done for us the past, well, I would say
5: three years, but I feel like. Mm -hmm. it's been longer
4: than that yeah Yeah. um just for
6: helping us grow as basketball players
5: yes thank you so much and i'm really glad you got a ring too we both won our state championships this year
6: yes congratulations and thank you coach white
0: hey no thank you guys for letting me be your coach it was uh, (laughs) an honor and a privilege and, and something i never took lightly ever and just kind of really cool how it all worked out. That mm-hmm. you know, I had no clue that our state championship game would be on the same day as your state championship game. Yeah. The fact that they were just a few hours apart, and we both got to you know kind of you know redeem what we we let slip away last year was uh, kind of you know fitting.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, Jason. Uh, by the way, Jason, uh, his team Farmville Central did win the was it two A North Carolina yeah. title? Yeah. Uh, The 2A North Carolina State Championship. So, hey, congratulations on your championship. Uh, Well, they're still here. I'll congratulate them before they (laughs) leave. But uh, good to hear from you again, buddy.
0: Hey, thanks for having me on. And, girls, hey, enjoy every second of it. Nobody can ever take that away from you. You're a state champion forever.
4: We will. Thank you, Thank you, Coach
0: White.
1: White. Thank you, guys. uh, Appreciate it there. Coach Jason White, former Morgantown coach, now uh, coaching down in North Carolina. Oh, you guys had him. You guys had them all nervous, sitting in the front of the bus. <laughs> yes. When did it sink in, or when did it hit you? You were going to win that game. That you had it in the bag. This was done.
4: Honestly, not until like well, so I felt pretty good the entire game, but end of the third quarter, it got they got a lead up like by four points maybe, and I got a little nervous there. But I feel like there were like twenty seconds left. I looked up and I was like, we're up by seven. Like. I, there's mm-hmm. like we're winning this, mm-hmm. and I just got so Excited.
3: like emotional, yeah. honestly. Yeah.
5: yeah.
1: Anybody, Lindsay? When um,
5: I remember whenever like they've always told us that if there's less than five seconds left. Just like let the ball go because we have five seconds to take it out and like the game's over. And I remember when Alexis Bordas hit that three, I looked up and there were like four point eight left, and I was like, oh my god! Like mm-hmm. we we let, we let the ball roll, and I was like, wow, we just like won.
1: Kate.
6: Um. Yeah, I think that – well, honestly, we felt pretty good about it all day. Like, we just knew that this is the way that it was supposed to go, but we knew that we had to work really hard during the game in order to win. But I was never really nervous, and I know that, like, my teammates, they were kind of nervous, I guess. But, like, (laughs) we just knew, like, what we had to do in order to win, and we did that.
1: Revea, no doubt about it, right?
6: I know, it's
3: crazy. (laughs) Mine was 30 seconds um i had to go in for sophia since she was in foul trouble i had to go in for defense um i actually started crying on the bench with 30 seconds left and i wasn't able to go in i was just so happy of my teammates um that i knew we won at 30 seconds left and i I just couldn't go in the game i was just crying goody coach kelly coach brown they were all just hugging me and i was just like that's crazy my senior year all
1: right before i take final break here uh lindsey your brother Mm-hmm. He played for the Morgantown boys team. <laughs> yep. He doesn't have a ring. No,
5: he doesn't. Yeah, I'm going to have to rub that one <laughs> in his face.
1: <laughs> That's That ends every sibling yes, argument from now on, doesn't it? It end it with that. Just keep scoreboard. Yep. Right here. Exactly. Look right here. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh-huh. We've got uh, Lindsey Bechtel, Kate Hawkins, Mia Hinkins, Revea Sweeney, Morgantown girls basketball team won the uh, Quad A. I like 4A, but some of, the, some of the texters are getting on me. They like Quad A. Uh, they won the championship. That's all that matters over the weekend. We'll wrap things up with them coming up in a moment.
0: We're talking about your town. Now back to the talk of the town. I've
1: right, got a couple minutes left with uh, Morgantown Girls Basketball. Don't forget uh, the boys' basketball tournament starts tomorrow – Morgantown, the number one seed will take on Bridgeport. Broadcast uh, will start at five o'clock, tip off five thirty. Of course, we'll have the game for you here on WAJR. Lindsey Bechtel, Kate Hawkins, Mia Hinkins, Ravea Sweeney with me in studio for a couple of more minutes. Uh we'll go around the room one more time here. What are you gonna remember most about this year, Lindsey?
5: Uh definitely state championship, obviously. I'll never forget that.
1: All right, okay. Let me preface that question. Other than the state championship, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to remember most about this year?
5: um, honestly, how close everyone was. I feel like we get so close with our teammates and our coaches, and like like I'll never have that back again, which is weird to think about, but yeah,
1: Kate,
6: I would agree with her. like I just love how cl- tight we all were, like including our coaches, we were best friends with them as well, and it was just fun to play with them because we had that relationship off the court Mia I would say like how
4: much we developed and grew as a team. Because I feel like beginning of the year, we were the number one seed for a while. And then we kind of fell off for a little bit. We had a few games that were just a little rough. We weren't really playing together. But I think like where we started and where we are now is just a huge
3: growth. Like it's just, it's crazy how far we've come. Rivea? Um, I think I'm going to miss our team bond, our chemistry a lot. Um, Our team dinners at Mia's house. It's really, I'm going to miss it a lot.
1: Team dinner. I didn't know about team dinners. Yes. There
3: were team dinners, yes.
1: Your dad cooks? <laughs> no,
4: absolutely not. My mom cooks. We have pasta parties sometimes. Oh, that sounds
1: delicious. It, yeah. You know what? To your point, though, and I've only got about 20 seconds to make this point, I called your game up at Wheeling Park, which was what, December? The first time? Yeah, December, early December. January. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a good game.
6: Mm-mm, no.
1: no. But the the improvement between, obviously, there and the end of the season, uh, tremendous. The sectional game I did up there was one of the best high school yeah. games have, yeah. I've ever seen. Guys, congratulations. Be proud. You get to claim uh, that you're state champions for years to come. 20 years, you'll be able to tell people you beat Wheeling Park <laughs> by 80. <laughs> uh, and, the and each one of you will have made the game-winning shot. Yes. At that point. Yes. <laughs> Guys, congratulations. Thanks Thank for coming. You. Thank you Thanks so much. For having Hoppy's us. next.